Yeah, we popping out, popping out the chat. All right, I turn the volume down. I'm starting a minute late, but it's okay. It's better than not starting at all, which we have had. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello, and welcome to the stream. Already in chat is Sean Richter and USC president. What? <laughs> we might have to watch that. Person. Oh, it, okay. Yes, <laughs> that was. It makes more sense. Hello. What's up? There we go. Are we on the air? We yeah, we are. We're just warming I up missed. the chat. Let me pull that up. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Okay. We're posted everywhere. Posted. Posted. C.W. Graham says, go, go Trojans. Uh, Peabody wants to know if you changed your hair color, Adam. Yeah, it's more of a red, you know. Right. Uh, it'll probably be more blonde by next week. You never know. Hmm. I tried. You see the I tried shaving the sides of my head with the. Uh, that was not a good idea. So now, <laughs> I'm waiting for that Joe Dirt look to happen, but I don't, I don't know if I can do it. So we'll see. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. oh, I got a great song for, for the juke. Hey, you're on the air. I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in the juke right now. I'm not going to tell anybody what it is. Toasty. It's, uh, yeah. So we get to play. I wonder if it's owned by Sony Music because we'll get it banned in like two seconds. Welcome, Jason. Arcade Jason, what's up, Arcade? Um, I can't call him an arcade nerd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He got in all sorts of nice PCBs the other day. I know. I saw he's building an Amplifone uh, replacement board with like parts that he just had at home. I think he's a little salty about that one. It did not work the way it was expected. Oh, I hope no. he got it. He talked to him earlier today. He said he's going to be working on it. Yeah. Hmm. So what was wrong with it? Working on it at the same time. Chompy McChomperton. I know. Pie position. Me? Yeah. When I'm was... Chomperton? Yeah, you're chomping on something. Ghost Lord. Yes. I think that's Mark. What? No. That is Mar- it's Mark now, but it was you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was me both times. <laughs> I'm eating like these little chick nugget things. There. Yeah, They're yeah, soft. yeah. They're delicious. That's what, I, that's what I, that's I heard squishy things like. <laughs> See, the best Sometimes thing to do I'm when gonna... you're on a podcast is eat. That's the best thing to do. People love it. Yeah, they just think that's the best. It that's what I want to hear. Like, could you eat some celery? Because that'd be awesome. Hold on, I'll get some celery up here. Right okay. Got some carrots. Hold on. Good. We're out of celery. Oh, carrots, carrots, carrots. We're going to try planting carrots in a pot. That's going to be fun. And some macadamia nuts. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, Doc, I have a question. Um, where did you get your Holoceum? Uh, the Holoceum I actually picked up out in. Let me think here. I know, right? <laughs> I want to say that was shipped in from New Jersey. Oh, okay. Joy's nice work. Was it already working or? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, nice. it was. I know a wabbit from Jersey. <laughs> oh man. Hey, how many? How's the chat doing right now? Hey, chatters, it's good to see you. Many folks. Christopher Graham's in the chat. Mr. Peabody's in the chat. Aaron Sanders in the chat. Arcade Jason's in the chat. What's up? Okay. 
Ghost Lord is in the chat. <laughs> C.W. Graham, I already called you. Pinball, 1968. Ken W. Hey, good to have you in the chat. Jesse, welcome. Sean, welcome. Billy7. Billy7. Hi-oh. Hey, chatters, should we just roll it? I think we should. I, th- I, th- I think that'd be a good idea. All right. All right. What's up, Doc? Live from KOIR Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota, this is Arcade Radio. Hello, Commander. Computer reporting. Intruder alert, intruder alert. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adam got a head start. He's tired. You know Done. what's funny? All right, thanks. It's, it's like super delayed tonight. So welcome to season four, episode 16 of the Arcade Radio podcast. Today is Thursday, April 16th, 2020. And the time is approximately now 7.23 p.m. Central. Thanks for joining us in the Arcadosphere. This is your host, Adam Thanos. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Mark, Time Runner Shields, and Paradise Arcade Shop proprietor and occasional square dance champion, Brian Thurston Owl, Thermitage the Third. I just ran out of air. Joining us tonight, legendary restoration champion and owner of the largest arcade in the world, the Galloping Ghost Arcade, ladies and germs. Why am I going to keep saying germs? It just sounds so derogatory. Uh, it's, we it's, now it's present to you perfect. Mr. Doc Mac, thank you for thank you for joining us this evening, sir. So this is the thanks part for, of thanks for having me. Yeah, let me just interrupt you. You know, thanking us because that's that's like what a good host <laughs> should do. So, uh, right now, this is where we talk about what we've been working on, and there's lots to do uh, at home and your home arcades if you are uh, in shelter in place. Is, is Texas shelter in place right now? Yes. Okay. Except we call it shelter in place. Shelter in place. Yeah. And uh, how about Chicago? Yeah. Okay. And so Minnesota as well. But I think there's a couple of states that are still like, wow. Like, Iowa's not actually shelter in place. Oh, you know. We have jokes for those people. But anyway. Um, oh. Let's talk about what you've been working on, Mr. Mark Shields. Well, I picked up a Holiseum myself. And it was in a uh, like a barn in East Texas, three hours away. And a nice couple. It's funny. They were like, we're moving into this barn. And this this thing's taking up too much room. <laughs> like they were building it out and like actually putting in rooms. I mean, it was a metal building originally. So it's not like they were in some red barn where they had to kick cows out. And uh, I got it home. It works. Uh, the only problem is there's an audio glitch where... When it goes to play an audio sample, it plays like the entire sample in 
a quarter of a second. So there's some I see, you know, with a clock that's screwed up somewhere. So I got to go figure that out. That's going to be fun because there's no, there's no manuals for this thing. No schematics. Um, whatever. I feel like there's going to be a lot of piggybacked ICs going on soon. Uh, luckily it's JAMA, so I don't have to like, you know, break my back trying to figure out how to get it hooked up. Um, and that's, that's what I'm working. I mean, I also have a, a pong I'm trying to get going and I'm, t- I'm, trying to decide if I want to try to bring back the black and white monitor that was in it, which has collapse or find another black and white monitor and just go, Hey, I'm done. And then, you know, cause you can't even see the monitor. You just put the shroud up in front of it and then it's back there. But, um, what do what do you, what are you working on, Brian? Let's see. Still doing the roadrunner project. Oh, yes. Um, I finally got the printer up and working. So I was gonna, I had the, um, the power brick, uh, powder coated, and so I was going to print Roadrunner and the uh, fuse designations on there, um, scrape off some of the areas so that there can be ground, so people don't start freaking out about. <laughs> it's not ground. Not, I'm going to have ground on the. Oh my god, there's no ground on there. But um, so I've been working on that. The printer cartridge came in today that I needed, and then I've started stripping down a um, Ninja Baseball Batman that I have. Um, I got the artwork set in from uh, Joe Zabo, and it is. Awesome. I actually have original art from um, Summit, and I gotta say the the stuff that Joe did is way better than the original. I mean, just like it really, it's not just it's not just that it's um, more modern or whatever. It actually fits the game better than the original art did that they they released with that. So really excited to get that on there. Um, it was a bags, and so we got rid of that because that was terrible. They did an M92 conversion over to Ninja Baseball Batman, and we're rolling. So, nice. okay, that is that's the extent of uh, my arcade projects, Adam. Oh, you just got to me in time. Did, we we like we timed it out. Yeah, I mean, we were like, just wait for him to walk in with his shorts. Yeah, I, I yeah, I had to get a snack and a refill. I'm sorry. No, so, no, you're good. <laughs> um. I've been work so I did touch up my Tempest side art and I rearranged one of the rooms downstairs so that it's really comfortable to move around in and you can see all the sides of the arcade games. So the Atari room currently has uh, Tempest, Star Wars, uh, Dig Dug, Missile Command, and soon to have um, either Centipede, Millipede, or APB. I haven't decided. And then I've got uh, uh, Asteroids Deluxe Cocktail, which, incidentally, Brian, are we going to talk about in gadgets or? Oh, we should talk about that. That's a that's big news. Yeah, oh. we'll bring that up in gadgets. All right, cool. And um, and and so, Doc, why don't you tell us what you've been working on? Uh, just been starting to think about the uh, a backup for the Monday Mystery Game. Um, so we have one that we're we're trying to put out i really want to put this specific game out on monday but um i'm not 100 percent sure that's going to be what we go with so i gotta get a backup ready and uh aside from that i literally just finished testing the last all 763 machines at the arcade so i have a massive list of uh just going through one at a time and adjusting all the audio levels and monitors and uh every button every joystick so it's it's been keeping me busy 
any surprises while you were going through that? Like, oh, what's what's happening here? Um, I've noticed that uh, there's a lot of surprisingly a lot of amps out, like audio amps, huh. um, which I've we've found a bunch that were turned down. I know my uh, our old tech that we had was always. Um, adjusting volumes and stuff which i'm not not a huge fan of uh anybody adjusting those but me but um so it's a lot of just turning up and just surprisingly it's hard to always with so many machines it's hard to notice like oh that's the one that's not putting out sound right this second so Hmm. but everything else has been uh we kept on top of everything so it's just a lot of minor cabinet adjustments and nothing too surprising nice well, you know, you're, I'm, I guess the interview's over. It was really nice talking to you. <laughs> All right, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're, I can't, yeah. I can't, can't even imagine 763 machines and having to go through. I mean, like, I have a hard enough time keeping 40 or 50 of mine going at a time. Right. Well, that seems like insanity. They've been running for so long, most of them are just good to go. Um, I, I think it's uh, a lot of the I'm more anxious to see when they're all fired back up for to get back on the regular time schedule of running for 17 hours a day. If that's going to uh, yeah. see, see stuff drop out. Sure. Um, it is crazy. <laughs> well, I'm going to move on to the next segment, which we love. And all of our listeners love it, too. Because each week we bring you... It's the Arcade News with Adam Stevens. Ah, that's me. So, uh, yeah, we've got a couple of news items. Actually, we don't. We only have one news item today, and it's it's riveting. I want you to know. From 9 to 5... It was either this... Or a whole bunch of arcades are now renting out their games to people at their home. <laughs> Literally, that was like 40 stories. And then I was like, nobody cares. <laughs> right now, we don't. It's hard to find news articles, at least interesting things, um, because yeah. nobody's doing anything. Nobody's releasing anything. Nobody has, you know. So, anyway, 9to5toys.com celebrate Pac Man's birthday with a brand new arcade miniature console. Yes. Set of uh, machines and a miniature console. So with its 40th anniversary looming, Bandai Namco is teaming up with a series of brands to create some celebratory Pac-Man arcade machines. As you may or may not know, Pac-Man was born on May 22nd, 1980, and quickly became a gaming and pop culture phenomenon. Phenomenon. So, uh, first up is a new tabletop Pac-Man arcade cocktail replica from Tiny Arcade, described as the world's tiniest fully functional licensed retro game. So, Super um, Impulse's Tiny Arcade lineup is expanding with a new Pac-Man tabletop. This cocktail-style machine measures out at 4 by 3 by 2 inches. That's, that's, like, that's like that big. So, and it's, full, it's fully functional. Which is not a difficult feat since they've already recreated these boards and put them into their little whatever size ones, right? So, and and they want twenty two dollars for prime shipped. 
So the other thing is uh, Super Impulse has created a brand new handheld Puckman arcade machine known as the Micro Arcade Pac-Man. This credit card sized handheld plays just like the iconic full size version with hundreds of levels and digitally modified audio to accommodate the tiny form factor. So I, I don't know. Does that make a difference? I don't know. They put a speaker in there. I don't know. It's, it's like crazy. It's crazy. It's like, I mean, it's still like sh- as thick as a credit card, and somehow. Yeah. So it's like a greeting card speaker. So yeah, it's it's yeah. sort of like thumbing your nose at the yeah. '80s and going, "Look what I've done." Yeah, and and, <laughs> and and you'll all if you buy it for fifteen bucks, prime shipped, it will uh, you'll play it once and put it in a drawer and in your wallet. About it. It, no, you'll put it in your wallet and then you'll hear a crack one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, think I, we did, I did boot uh, Tyler off the iPad last week, and we have those like little upright cabinets sitting around the living room. Yeah. And I went in there and found him playing Pac-Man several times on this. Like, I mean, we have this arcade downstairs, and he's playing Pac-Man on this game like this big on the couch. Evidently, that didn't count as a computer screen for the mm-hmm. for the weekend. Uh, <laughs> some, somebody is just waiting for me to play this. So you put what do you, you put it in your wallet? You hear it crack, and then you hear <laughs> right. Okay, lastly, there's a Bandai Namco Arcade Blast Micro Console. Designed to allow gamers to relive their favorite classics, it features 10 built-in titles, including things that you've paid for over and over and over again. Pac-Man, Pac-Mania, Dig Dug, Galaga, Galaxian, Mappy, New Rally X, and more. In case you want to buy it again on something else, because why not? Uh... It features a wireless HDMI dongle. <laughs> dongle. <laughs> and it plugs directly into your monitor display and is powered by a USB. So the mini Pac-Man arcade machine will also include an ergonomic six-button wireless gamepad in the package. Now, that's actually a brilliant idea, right? You give everybody these tiny little things. I'm in my, I'm in my late 30s, and... My hands get cramped up playing these little games, you know? So, I don't know about you guys. Do yeah, it? my arthritis flares up. You, you have no, arthritis? I'm fine. Yeah? No, no. You don't? My thumbs crack. I don't know why. Like, when, you, my, my, when I move my thumbs like this, they make crack noises. Is that is that a thing? I don't know. It is a thing. And, oh, man. You're in trouble. Five more years, it's just going to hit. All right. Yep. Nice. <laughs> but, yeah. How about, what's up in gadgets? Oh, let's do the gadget segment. I always felt that the true stars at Atari was engineering. Oh, you're an inventor. Yes, I am. What have you invented? A lot of things. Like? Like a lot of things. Like things that you've heard of. Like? Well, things that you will have heard of, okay? Patents are patents. Arcade gadgets Welcome to the gadget section. So we've got a couple of interesting things going on today. Um, we'll start off with some stuff I've been working on, and then we'll finish off with kind of a really fun announcement from uh, some guys on KLOB. We're doing some neat uh, reproduction stuff. So uh, first thing that we've been working on is we've actually been <clears throat> noticing a lot of uh, monitor boards are missing or having problems. And so we've been like very quickly recreating these remote boards uh, for monitors. And one of the interesting things that we've seen with these is when we're putting these onto monitors with the new pots, 
It's actually cleaning up the picture just by doing this. So we're doing cap kits, rebuilding uh, monitors for some of the local barcades, arcade bars, right? Not barcades. That's over in New York. Out, Trademark. Out, out in New LA. York. Trademark, Trademark New York. Jeff, Jeff is going to start, like, I'm gonna, my phone's going to blow up from Jeff. But anyways, uh, we've been noticing that uh, just replacing the remote boards is actually improving the picture. And so as part of the repairs we've been doing on monitors lately, we've been adding these in. We don't have them for all the monitors yet, so we're quickly adding them on. We did U2000, U5000, and 7500s 7, are here. We have 7400s and K7000s on the shelf. Um, and that's been a lot of fun. So they, Is that because of the pots back. wear out? Why is it the picture's better? You know, it, so I think it just has to do with the pots wearing out and uh, people having to replace them. And at this point, the cost of buying the old pots to fit onto the board is about the same price that I think we sell a remote board for. So, um, yeah. And when we do them in repairs, we're usually just throwing them in as part of the repair cost. So yes. you can deoxy the old pots. Uh, that does help sometimes. And we've tried that on some of them. And uh, we've ended up replacing a number. Basically, at, at our end, we just... We're just replacing them. Yeah, I tried um, deoxidating my uh, Pong uh, pot, and it was not having it. Put yeah. it back together and everything. It was like, no. It's It's been an interesting project. The other thing that we're working on, I will show quickly here just the board. I know I talked about this the other day, but I had some fun with the printer today. So these Ooh. kits are getting closer to being done. So hopefully we'll be doing chicken shift kits uh, very soon. I ordered some sockets in because I need um, 1,400 of them for these boards. Ugh. And <laughs> uh, Sam's going to be busy. <laughs> oh, man. So My yeah, wife has no idea. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> Sam, right. Okay. <laughs> so the other thing that is actually really exciting uh, and really um, – I, I was very excited. I got an email from the Synvectron guys. Have you guys heard of this? Do you know what this is? Mm. Mm. No. Adam does. I do. Being quiet. Okay. So, I do. I have do. Have you heard of this, Doc? <clears throat> What's that? Have you heard of the Synvectron? I have not. So these You're guys, they, these guys, it's really kind of cool what they've done. They basically are doing an FPGA board, but of vectors, and so it's supposed to be a drop-in replacement for a number of the Cinematronic games. Um, and they've been able to, I'm trying to pull up the list here and I'm failing at doing it very quickly while we're on the show. So I'm just going to give up. Well, maybe, uh, maybe Jason games... can type him in. <laughs> <You'll know> him. <laughs> What's that? Maybe Jason cop can type him in. I bet he knows him off the top of his head. He could probably type him in quicker than I can, but it's games like war of the worlds, um, warrior speed freak. Uh, rip off. Uh, rip I mean, they've off. got a number of these games there. And then on top of that, like, so the really cool part about this is that they actually, well, there's a couple of really cool parts. One, um, you can actually install these into an Asteroids or an Asteroids Deluxe. They're creating a switcher so you can switch between the games and the um, and the FPGA emulation so you can add all these uh, uh, Cinematronics games. And um, the other really cool thing is they did the color versions of the games. So you can have Color War of the Worlds, um, you can have Color Solar Quest and uh, Star Castle and all these things. So it's it's a really neat, uh, really neat uh, product. They've been talking about it for a while. They've been showing demos about it for a while. They've been teasing us for a while. And I finally got a uh, request for payment in the last uh, day, actually. So and I had bought three boards because I thought, wow, I'm going to have three boards and I'm going to use one and stash one and who knows what to do with the other and I'm already have Billy Seven and 
Adam saying, I'll take those extra parts. Yeah, I re- so, I'm super stoked because won't it be cool to have an Asteroids Deluxe that has the, you know, with a switcher that can do Deluxe, Asteroids, and Lunar Lander, plus all the Cinematronic games. That will be cool. And and, they, and it'll give access to some games like Sundance, Demon, uh, that people don't normally get. And actually, one of the games that uh, almost no one has, QB3, which will play on there, which is a, a neat Rockola vector. Um, and so one of the other really neat things, they, they really took into account some fun stuff on this. Um, if you put it in an Asteroids Deluxe cocktail table, you can play two-player ripoff with players on either side of the table. So just... They really kind of tried to think of a lot of different things and make this a really fun project. So uh, it really impressive. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's a uh, Synvectron, C-I-N-E-V-E-C-T-R-O-N. They've got a great website that doesn't list the games right up top. It probably is because my screen squished down. But um, <laughs> they show a lot of videos of what they've done. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So, Doc, do you have multis in your in your arcade? Nope. Uh, all of our we have some two in ones, but uh, those are all original boards that we've uh, custom wired to just switch the audio and video. Um, more just a space saving measure than anything. Okay. But, but like your missile command doesn't allow you to switch to missile super missile attack. Nope. Okay. All original. Well, that's original. You just add the the kit that allows you to switch to the thing. <laughs> Do you- Right? Yeah, no, no, no glob or beastie feasty. No. no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Elitist. I like it. Uh, to each their own. To each their own. Oh, uh, do you want to fight? Fight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm okay. No, I'm not going to fight you. First of all, I will lose. I, my money. My money's on Doc. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly on Doc. Well, exactly. I'm going to win that $100 that Adam's going to owe uh, Mark. All he's got to do is punch me in the stomach and I'll be in the hospital. <laughs> Doc's a nice guy. He wouldn't do that. No, Never. That's why no. we're having him on this show. It's because he's a nice guy. Plus, you know, he's, he's still healthy, which is great. So the, the question right now is, uh, what time are we in? What? Yeah. We're... That's that's your cue, Adam. Oh, it's your cue. <laughs> I I cued you. Okay. Oh, that's such a lame sound effect. Let's try that again. Let's try. Yeah. Let's try something more fun. Uh, how about never using that that bumper again? And oh, I got I got one. This is um, gonna be good. Um, okay. Are you are you just? Who is your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> no, no, that's not it. Uh, okay. No, that was that was not okay. what I was going for. Let's see. But uh, oh, yes. back in '82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Back, back to the, to cave, the cave with with time runner. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? Yes! Welcome, everyone, to the Back to the Cade segment with Time Runner. That's me. Uh, today's date will be... <laughs> I guess our destination time is April 16th, 1984. So what was going on in the arcade back then? Gapless. 
A computer game. Yes, it was released by Namco in April 1984, a mere 36 years ago. I gotta say, as, I love that game. Do you? I I like it too. It's surprisingly. Uh, it's Galaga know, in reverse. Right, right. It is a sequel to the 81's Galaga. Mm-hmm. In the U.S., a modification kit was actually released to change the name to Galaga 3, possibly to increase recognition, although there is no Galaga 2. Isn't that weird? Well, the, the whole thing was convoluted because Galaxian was the original, and then Galaga came sep- second, right? Right. And so and Gapless was really Galaga Plus. Yeah. Right. Or so, Galaxian 3, if you really want to be technical. Right, but it, 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 they screwed up. Either way, they screwed up. But three sounds like, oh man, I totally missed two. But now there's three. Yeah, I felt the same way when I saw it? Oh, so when I when I first saw Super Pac Man, I was like, what? <laughs> right. Um, I mean, <laughs> I love Super uh, so, Pac Man. Yeah, me too. Um, it's actually one of my favorite games. It's top five. Like, the player of Gapless controls a spaceship, lets you move vertically as well as as well as horizontally. You are kind of trapped in an area like you are in Centipede. You shoot at swarms of incoming insects at flying formation, kamikaze dives. You can obtain power-ups. It's possible. <clears throat> it's actually possible to shoot 60 bullets at once. But the coolest thing of this game, in my yeah. humble opinion, which is not in this this copy, is when, yeah. you know, like in Galaga, when what's your what's the thing you want always want to do, right? You want to get your ship captured. Yes. That's the first thing you do in, get, in Galaga. You want to get your ship captured so you can free it and have double fire. And in Gapless, it's it's amazing. You have this like <laughs> I don't know, like a vacuum cleaner sort of suction ray, and you can trap other enemies to to shoot alongside you. So you trap these guys, and they sit next to you, and you have like you could have like five or six shots. How done. come that hasn't been done in a movie where you trap another ship next to you and then you start shooting people? I'm going to write the guy who's going to make the next season a card <laughs> and I'm make him write that in. <laughs> I, I actually trust like, me. It, we'll go back and look at this episode. It will happen. By the way, uh, is everyone caught up in Picard? It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Now, did they do that thing at the very end? Not to do spoiler, but did they do that to fix what happened in the all good things? I think they episode? did because okay, got it, it. it was pretty. <clears throat> yeah, it was crappy. It was cr- it was crapola is what it was. I see. <laughs> yeah. Doc Mac, Star Trek fan. Hmm. Any Star Trek? Nope. No, oh. none. OK. Well, <laughs> wait, Star, <laughs> Star Wars. Nope. Nope. OK. Mortal Kombat. I'm, Mortal... I'm a Godzilla fan. Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Godzilla. Yes. Are you upset that they delayed that Godzilla with the girl from Stranger Things? No, I'm all right with that. Oh, okay. All right, Doc, what is the original name of Godzilla? Gojira. <laughs> I, I love you. Such, <laughs> such all right, a, nice well. Yeah, nice well and, and uh, so you, you love all the original the films, obviously. Yep. What, what did you think of the Chernobyl Matthew Braddock film? I've never seen it. <laughs> that's interesting I, it's actually it's once and I don't remember it, so it's, it's super like entertaining I think it's super entertaining uh, I, and I guess Is I haven't it, seen the newest one Do, have you seen the newest one I no. have not watched the newest one only uh, because I'm I, I paint Godzilla kits and I'm I'm saving it for a time that I have uh, oh. to sit down and paint so let oh, me nice. ask you another question did you have 
one of my most beloved 1970s toys was the Godzilla uh, toy. I, I don't know who made it. Was it Tommy? But Mattel. Mattel. Was the it Mattel? Fist. Yeah, with the tail, they could. It was so cool. You could kill people with the tail. No, you moved the tail, and he like did his mouth moved. I mean, he's. Uh, no, that's something else. I'm thinking of something else. Oh, well. <laughs> anyway, what about what about Godzuki? Are you a fan of Godzuki? <laughs> Literally, somebody just threw the uh, complete series through our mailbox the other day. No. I walked in, and there's a set of DVDs oh, man. sitting on the floor. So That's awesome. I would watch <laughs> wow. those. I would actually watch them yeah. now. I hated them as a kid, but I yeah. would watch them now. I don't know. That's kind of like me in, in the Pac-Man series. Did, Chatters, did you ever watch the Pac-Man, the Saturday morning uh, Super Cables? Oh, my God. They were so terrible. And I love that. I was so upset. I didn't think Mar- Pac-Man did not sound like Marty Ingalls. That was my problem. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I just felt like he had a different voice. Huh. They picked this old comedian. Oh, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in your mind. Pac-Man was not supposed to sound like like Marty I do Ingalls. right now. <laughs> Are you doing a Marty Ingalls impression? No, I'm just talking. <laughs> I'm just talking. No. Okay, I'm just checking. I'm just checking. <laughs> He's just an old guy. Yeah, that's what he's saying. I'm old 37 years old. A, just a past dude millennial. Anyway, <laughs> can I ask you a question? What's in the juice? What's in the juice? Mark, Hello, ladies do- and gentlemen, welcome. <laughs> welcome to what's in the juice. What, what's happening? Sorry. I see I see a lady. Hello, lady. <laughs> I accidentally hit the cue from like three weeks ago. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Um, welcome to What's in the Juke, where we will play a small portion of a song and hopefully not get banned. <laughs> like we've gotten banned every week. That's, if you wonder where our last episode is, it's Sony. Yes, Sony. Those mother truckers. Okay. So, <laughs> yes, we'll play a little portion of the song, and you can guess the song. You will get a half point. Half point. Uh, when I saw say song, I mean title. And if you guess half the artist, point. you'll get a... Yes. If you can guess both together... Full point. If you don't know, fight it out. <laughs> Here we go. There's tens. Tens. None of these are really hard rock songs, so... <laughs> <laughs> Are we, are we ready? Ready. Everybody in the everybody get your get get queued up. Here we go. You know what? I I'm going to reload my browser because there's a huge delay tonight. I wonder if it's just cuz like everybody's on YouTube. Ooh, Dolly Relford is on. My favorite runner. Nice. Yeah, oh, that's that's cool. So Dolly's going to play tonight. Well, uh she usually does better than Casey. You know. Okay. I'm just saying. Kelsey okay. has you know <laughs> Kelsey Gr- Kelsey Grammer. Hey, that's probably why we say that. It's pro- well, it is certainly why we said it in the first season. Okay. Until we figured out that his name was actually Casey, and then we still called him Kelsey because it was funny, you know. Yes. But you know. All right. All right. So uh, we got the Here chat. Uh, chat. Do you have what the heck just happened? I just lost the live feed. Where'd the live feed go? Is everybody still there? Huh. 
I'm here. I see you guys. Oh, Gojira. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. How do I pop up my chat? Well, whatever. Hit the pop-up chat. Well, it's the the thing is gone. I don't even have an option to pop it out anymore. I'll send you the link. <laughs> here, I got it. It's fine. All okay, right, so I'm reloaded. You're reloaded. Everybody's reloaded. And we... are there any prizes? Oh yeah. Uh, tonight we're gonna give away keychains made by Mike Page, and we're gonna let the the top uh, two uh, pick. Actually, we're gonna let all three of you pick a keychain. So tonight you could have a chance to win a marquee uh, keychain. Uh, there's Tron. Can everybody see this? That looks good. Yep, so it's a three-inch by one-inch keychain. They're handmade. They are gorgeous. They have a, a lovely loop and this chain on them. So there's Tron, Sinistar. Okay. Yep. And uh, Karate Champ. Oh, <laughs> that's very apropos. <laughs> yes. And if I could hit the button, I would, but I can't. Defender. Oh. Uh, and we were just talking about Galaga. So those are your five choices. I'll hold them up at the end when everybody has, uh, when we've tallied up all the points. So here comes your first clue. Uh, we're going to play a sample of the song. Here it goes. <laughs> and now we wait for the delay to go by. So you need the song title and the artist for a full point. Either one will get you half a point. And Andy Bowman's in for Runaway. Casey's in for Bon Jovi. And that is the first. Uh, that is, that's awesome. That was really quick. Wasn't that quick? Full point. No, it wasn't a full point. It was a half, half point, point for both those guys. All right. Here comes your next track. Oh, so that was Runaway by Bon Jovi. And we'll just play a little mm. bit more of that. There you go. Okay, here comes your next one. <laughs> oh, this makes me want to like dye my hair blonde and curl it. I don't know why. <laughs> Dolly Ralford is also in the same house as Casey. Nope, sorry, Casey. Not Erasure. Not New Order. Not Erasure. Nope. Wow, that's crazy. Hero, crime fighter. Oh. We might have to give it to him for that. I I want to you're close, buddy. You are close. I'll play a little more. I want to go to the middle of the song. <laughs> crime fighter. I I want to give crime fighter a half point. He's the first one to get close. It's yeah. I I I agree. Let me give you guys a hint. Total eclipse. Oh, Metropolis. Boom. She's got. Well, actually, S1500 gets it. Did he? Yeah, he gets the actual song. It's holding out for a hero. Okay. We're going to have to give Ryan the half point on that one. And that was not Bonnie Rayet. You're close. But Netropolis, were you, were you the first person he, to get Bonnie Tyler? He was. All right. He did. So that's awesome. You guys, uh, you're on the board with... Half point. All right. So, okay, here we go. The next track is going to be a difficult one, man. This is a hard one. I don't think people are going to get this. I'm going to go to the middle of the song, play a little bit more. Here we go. You need to in 
Oh my God! Alan Parsons, crime fighter, is in the game with a half a point, and he gets the track for a full point. That is amazing, full point. ladies and gentlemen. I that I did not think that was going to happen. I mean, that's pretty awesome, right? And crime fighter, welcome to the show. Okay, here's your next track. Do you think they'll get it off that one? I no. It's, but that's okay. Let's see what happens. Pretty, I want to see what happens. I mean, people might know that. I'll play that first. <laughs> Casey's like, new order. Dave from Buffalo, Queen. You are exactly correct. And it is Dave from Buffalo with a full point for Radio Gaga. Full point. Nice. That is really good. I'm just going to play the middle of that song a little bit here. You guys. Good times. KMFDM. Really? Okay. All right. Here comes another difficult one. Um, but here we, it, it, the year, should we just tell them what the year is, Mark? Yes, it's April 16th, 1984, just like when Depths. What a great intro. Yeah. I love it. Isn't that so good? That is good. It is 38 special Casey Ralph. Ralph <laughs> the reason why I said Kelsey is because Casey and Ralford, I mixed them up. But it is 38 special, and w- it is so 80s. Uh, not Rick Springfield, but hang on loosely. Does anybody know what the song is? I can't believe they got 38 special, but nobody has the... Uh, it does not get very much airplay. You are correct. It does not. But I mean, it was popular in 1984 of April. Everybody was on spring breaks. So I mean, we're totally getting banned for this song. Oh, man. Again, damn you, Sony. <laughs> and the, the song yeah. is actually Back Where You Belong. And I'll just play a little bit more of that. There you go. Boom. So uh, thanks for playing on that one. All right. Next track. This one's a little bit more difficult for the intro because it's another set of drum beats and I'm talking over it. But it won't matter. We'll still get banned. I'm just like a DJ right now, right? (laughs) It is Duran Duran, Casey. You're correct. You get a half point for that. Durin Durin is very correct. Natropolis, I like the way you pronounce that, just like in Barbarella. All right, so Union of the Snake is not correct. Bowie, New Moon on Monday is Ryan. Half point. Half point. For Ryan and a half point for good old Kelsey. Okay. All right, so the next track is... This one's for Billy Seven. She's got 
You jumped around a little, right? I did. I totally. I'm just skipping in case around. Somebody gets confused about what just happened. Casey just got Rick Springfield. It don't come easy. Is not the song. All right, I'll play a little bit more of that. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to give that crime, to Casey. Yeah, uh, Casey. Going to love some. Yeah, that's close enough. So he gets a full point, that one? Am I right? Full point. He does. He's, he's way in the lead with two and a half points. Oh, my gosh. Uh, tied in second is Crime Fighter S15 and Dave from Buffalo. All right, we got some point. keychains in your, coming in your direction here. Uh, Doc, how are you doing on these songs? Are you hanging in there? Uh, they're, they're not Zeppelin, but... No. <laughs> hey, you know what? People, people, are, people know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this one you might have heard on the show before. I'm only going to play the beginning of the song. If you don't get it, you're a loser. That's it. I'm not playing any more. Wow. Sorry. Okay, I played the, the same riff, but it is the police, Casey. Oh, and job, it is not Sting. It is the police. And what song is it? Wrapped around your finger, Casey gets both of those oh my God. for a full point. Dominating. All right. I know he's really doing it again. Uh, this is this is going to be the smallest clip we've ever played on the show, uh, and here you go. There's not even a note in there. <laughs> I mean, if you don't get this, you you were not around in the '80s. I you know. Now the funny thing is, it, Casey, you are correct. It is thriller. And it is Michael Jackson. Oh my God, he just clobbered that with a full point. Oh, it's like, all right, we should make this one worth three. What do you think? Yes, that right. way we'll get a second place person. Okay, good. This next <laughs> one is worth it's Casey. This, Tell Casey not to not to do this one. <laughs> exactly. So Nobody Casey, you're you're clearly winning. Uh, that was. Are you that was Thriller by Michael Jackson. We all love it. Uh, okay, and the last track of tonight. This is the 10th track and uh, worth three points. Okay, here you go. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeti's in there with... He, so they have to split it for one and a half points. So Casey gets Van Halen. Wow, that lit up the chat. That's awesome. Okay, so a half point, half point for Casey, which really is one and a half points, this one. And Yeti, you're on the board with one and a half points. Half point. Okay. So uh, so how do you do that? that? Doesn't Full help. point. Now half we still point. have three people tied for second place. We do? That's four. Yeah, but I mean, you have five things, right? So I... What are we going to do about it? Crime oh. Fighter, S1500, and Dave from Buffalo are, are all tied for second place. Hmm. Well, my experience, uh, okay, it's not going to work to play another tiebreaker because everybody just chimes in. So I think what we're just going to have to do is give away prizes. All right, done. All right, so Casey, uh, you have a choice. You have Karate Champ, Defender, Galaga, Sinistar, or Tron. What do you want? Please let us know in the chat, and we will send you your keychain. Okay, he's going for Tron. So Tron is for Casey. Okay, and the next ones are for uh, Crime Fighter S fifteen hundred Dave from Buffalo. And they're Let's, all tied. They're all tied. 
they were all tied. Crime Fighter got in first, then S1500, then Dave, if you want to say. Okay. So, Crime Fighter, you get to choose between Sinistar, Karate Champ, Defender, and Galaga. Let us know which one you want in the chat, and that'd be, and then we'll go from there. A roll, of, a roll of toilet paper. Yeah, we'll give that away next. That will be the next thing we give away. Uh, yeah. So, Crime Fighter, which one would you like? You have your choice of Sinistar. Okay, he's got Galaga. Galaga. All right. So, Crime Fighter, you put that in the in the notes, buddy. Okay. And then we have um, S fifteen hundred. He's next. So Ryan, you get to choose Sinistar, Karate Champ, or Defender. So Ryan's gonna let us know right now. He's a Sinistar Champ or uh, Defender, and uh, and then we and then who's the last person? Dave from Buffalo. Oh, Dave. Yeah. Okay. So uh, he, uh, Ryan has chosen Defender. So that leaves Sinistar and Karate Champ for. Dave from Buffalo. So uh, he gets a Sinistar or Karate Champ keychain, and, and I have Ryan's. I have I have some of your addresses. Casey, send me your address. Adam at arcaderadio.com. Um, I don't know why I haven't sent you a, pro, a prize yet. Karate Champ for Dave from Buffalo, uh, and that leaves Sinistar for like what a third place person. Oh, let me see. Uh, do we have a third place person? We do not. We have two people tied for third. Oh. I'd just say carry it over to the next game. All right, we'll do that. We'll carry it over to the next game. We gave out, uh, you know, a plethora of prizes tonight. So that's pretty Three cool. Three people tied for third place. Yeah, we have. Uh, oh, really? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We, I really want to keep this game going, but, it, you know, it's it's so hard because the, everybody just. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Let's get to. Oh, oh. Wait, are there. Is, is there any voicemail in your uh, Gmail? Uh, let me just check. Oh, oh, my gosh, there is. There is a voicemail. All right. Uh, again, before I play this voicemail, please email me your info at adam at arcaderadio.com so I can get these in the mail, along with the three pigs from last week. And uh, we do have a voicemail. Let's see what that sounds like. Thank you for calling 612-548-GAME. This is Arcade Radio. Please leave your message. After the tone. Hey, Arcade Radio nerds. I, I have to be super quiet, but I bet you can tell it's your buddy Bob. Bob's ours today. Control panel expert and technician. And right now, I'm hiding out like a fugitive. <laughs> hey, you remember how I called from prison last week? Well, I just figured out how to bust my way out. Well, partially, you see. Uh, I'm up in a super bushy orange tree. And, uh... You know, the warden, he asked for volunteers to pick orange. Oh, man, I'm not sure uh, why they have so many police dogs looking for me. I, I hear them right now. You, you hear that? Is he on wow. his cell phone? Well, while, while I'm up here, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give a, a shout-out to Doc Mac, biggest arcade on planet Earth, at least in this dimension. <laughs> hey, Doc, watch out, because there's a guy in Dimension 39, and he has, like, 900 games, okay? He's coming at you. Hey, uh, so plenty of time to catch up, right? Anyway, um, uh, you know what? I'm going to have to let you go. I see some people approaching here. I think that the groundskeeper can see me. I'm not sure what's going on. Oh, 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 look. Oh, they're totally attacking the groundskeeper. Oh, man, that looks like it's painful. Wow. Hey, I got to go. I'll catch you guys later on the flippity flip. Start the I, th- I think he, he might have. Yeah, that's. That's weird. He 
he was super quiet. Do we have any voicemails like last week? We had one. Uh, we had a good one. Do we have any of the real voicemail? No, we don't. I checked. Nobody called. Well, actually, let me check again. It's, it's funny you mentioned that because I was sitting here and I heard I heard the phone ring, and it, it's my it's my account. But I I don't I don't think we got any. I mean, we don't normally get any. We could invite somebody to call us right now. Six one two five four eight game. You know, but that would just be rude. We have a guest here. We have a guest here. We do. It's time I mean, for the guest then. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't see. Well, let me just check. Oh, yeah, I do have another one. Uh, I can play for you guys. Vehicle may have expired and should be reactivated to protect against the cost <laughs> of repairs. If you have not responded to this notification, it's not too late. Please don't make. I'm glad they call. They call so often. They love you. <laughs> No other one. <laughs> let me just let me just check. I mean, I mean, the, the voicemail is very unpredictable, you know. Okay, all right. Here, oh, my name is we. There, wait, I do have another call. Okay, uh, this is new. Here we go. Let's. Huh. Uh, hello, my name is Hollis Owens. I'm the warden for the Suwannee Correctional Institution. We're a level six security prison facility for low-risk adult males in Live Oak, Florida. We understand that one of our inmates, a uh, Bob Zarzadik, I think that's it, Zarzadik, what is that, foreign? Apparently this inmate has called into your voicemail. We need you to cooperate and tell us where he is. You won't get in any trouble if you comply. If you could get back to us ASAP with this information, our direct line is 719-266-2837. Is that the galaxy? 719-266-2837. We're sending a squad car from the Golden Valley PD to assist you in case you're too busy to help us out. We're serious here, okay? <laughs> well, that is hilarious. Whoever did that, I want to give them a gold star. That was great. <laughs> So, Bob, if you're listening. <laughs> welcome, Doc. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you're welcome. Nice. I just unmuted us finally. All right. So let's talk COVID because that's super fun. And everybody loves to talk about a pandemic and shelter in place and all that sort of thing. Uh uh, when did you have to, to shut down your business? Uh, it was about uh, going on four weeks, maybe four and a half weeks uh, that we uh, weren't able to allow people in. So, All right. So everybody knows uh, all these arcades have had to shut down all these pinball parlors, every, everything. So and you do have one of the world's largest, um, if not the world's largest classic arcade in you know, and, and that is it, just crazy, right? So your business is used to having regular traffic, and all of a sudden it's not. Tell me what the saddest thing of this whole thing has been from a business perspective and a personal perspective. Um, well, with the, the on the business side, it's obviously like the arcade is uh, it does well. Um, it helps 
the other five businesses uh, that we have uh, being productions, reproductions, uh, the Gamma, the Garage, and uh, Pinball. So that, as some of those are new, uh, really kind of facilitates the other businesses. So having having that down and all the rest, it it's just so impactful to all of them. Uh, we've been in the middle of moving the garage. We've been in the middle of uh, a very large expansion and just hitting the brakes on all that with all of our long-term goals that we're shooting for. Uh, it's, it's just created all sorts of problems. Um, on a, on a personal side, I get, I usually get to see that place full of people, uh, friends, people are traveling in and I know people use that place to get through tough times. And it's so hard for me to watch all the videos and get all the emails and messages about people who are like, this, this is where they would go when something like this would happen because it, it helps them. It's, it's comforting. Like yeah, playing they all these arcade right? games is so comforting to them. Yeah. And, uh, that personally is just difficult. Um, I see people use that place to get through losing relatives and friends and breakups yeah. and, uh, people getting over, uh, just drinking too much or having just problems. And, yeah this is like a time where people really need the place and it's just hard to not be there, uh, which is why we're so focused on doing, uh, live streams. We've done a live stream every single day since, uh, since the people weren't allowed in. Um, we've been, uh, still doing Monday mystery. So every week we're still putting a new game on and just really looking for as soon as everybody's able to come back in, there's going to be new games. Uh, we've been going through, every single machine in the arcade doing nonstop play testing and going to make it even bigger and better for when people come back in. So that is great. Yeah. It's, uh, as well, there's, there's so many other arcades that we're in touch with and everybody's coping with it in different ways. And it's, um, it's, it's been interesting. There's been a lot of people that have stepped up and been doing, uh, jumping on board, doing a lot more streaming and trying to provide content about arcades and just doing what they can to kind of fill that gap. Um, sure. Cause while there's so many people have machines in their house, there's so many that don't. And, uh, again, it's, it's, it just can't be over soon enough. Yeah, it's interesting you say that cause there, a lot of us have our collections in our homes and, uh, I read it. I read a comment uh, from somebody who said, who else is having pinball withdrawal? And I'm like, well, I have three pinball machines in my house, which isn't a lot. I know, I know, Brian, you've got a few, right? How many do you have? Uh, six or seven. Well, eight, nine, something like that. Ten, twelve, I don't know. And then... Eleven. Eleven. Our knobs go to eleven. And, 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 and Mark, how many do you have? Something happened. Wiggle, uh, wiggle the cord on your mic. So five or in the house? a little bit. There you go. So five in the house. Nope. But that's okay. So, uh, but I, we can hear you, but it's very faint. So that's cool. Uh, it's the switch on the back of your mic again. Just wiggle it back and forth. So there you go. How about now? Perfect. So Son of a... 
Yep, it's the switch. It's going bad. You're right. Gonna, you're gonna have to have. So, a, you're gonna have to replace yeah, the switch or find a new mic. So, uh, that's cool. So five five pins in the house and five pins in the Black Knight that I forgot. Oh, six. Okay, cool. Yes. So you know, having pinball withdrawal is a real thing because pinball is so popular again right now. And and how many pinball do you have in in Galloping Ghost? Uh, Galloping Ghost pinball, we're up to forty pins. Do you have a separate facility for that, or do you you mix them in? No, uh, it is its own separate building. Uh, back last March, um, we opened up an entire new building two blocks east of the arcade. Um, with we opened with uh, what do we have twenty seven pins. That's pretty good. And it added uh, got all the way up to forty in about in less than a year. So. Wow. That's a that's a hella awesome little pinball parlor. Yeah, we try to focus on uh, like I don't have the knowledge base of pins that I do the video side, um, sure. so it's very thematic, just uh, stuff that I like. Twilight Zone. Oh yes. Um, we've got uh, creature from, a lot of horror themed stuff. Creature from the Black Lagoon, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, do you have a monster Elvira, bash? Monster bash, absolutely. Um, the Elvira trilogy, Aliens. Um, oh, Aliens! We have, yeah. we have a, a one of one Predator. Oh. Uh, so we, we also, as I love getting rare stuff at the arcade, we kind of fell into that side with the pinball stuff too, where we got a Joust and Varkon and Defender. And speaking uh, of rare pinball, didn't somebody just sell the the Bill Paxton pinball? I did. Uh, yeah, I. I have not been pinball shopping. <laughs> it's uh, I I'm pretty compulsive when I'm uh, on the hunt. So uh, huh. right now I kind of hit the brakes on the pinball side and okay. Uh, on the video side, it's so hard to buy stuff already. So yeah. So if, if, did you guys go through and play test all the uh, pinballs as well? I know you said you did that with the arcades. Did you go through the pinballs? Uh, our pinball. So the three guys that work at Pinball and our uh, master tech, Ken Walker, uh, he's still been making it in there. And those guys are so on top of the pins that there's never anything down there. I, ne- I never even get over to Pinball to fix anything because it's all – they're so on top of it. <laughs> nice. uh, so and yeah, even – yeah, you got to wiggle that switch again. You're gonna, you know, Natropolis just said, put some deoxid on that switch, Mark. You got to do that. <laughs> yes, I'll be right back. <laughs> so that's um, Doc. I was, I was going to ask you. Um, you went through and play tested the games. Were there any games that you were, you know, you're walking around trying to get stuff done? Were there any that like you got to and thought I haven't played this in a while and kind of caught you for a little longer than you uh, expected? Yeah, it's it's why it's taken like two weeks to get through them all. Because <laughs> it's it's hard to uh, just check the 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 angles and the buttons and be like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, it, it's it, there's everything in there. It's like I never get to play enough. Um, I, like I'll roll in at six in the morning, and uh, it, the main focus is is always getting things ready, and it's weird with knowing that there's not going to be people there at the door at 11 o'clock. So yeah, yeah, I have, I have time to, to play a bit more. So it's been, it's been great to 
play literally every machine that that is there. So um, what what game was there? One game that like really you maybe spent a little longer than you should have, and a little longer than that, like didn't quite walk away from it. It's it's funny. I keep going back. Uh, I was playing uh, Boogie Wings, um, great ragtime show, which I play tested it yesterday, but was just on it today. So it's, <laughs> it, I've got the entire day. So it's, uh, it, it's hard to not just not just be jumping around. Um, yep. so it, I'm, I'm been all over lander, uh, lunar lander and space harrier, uh, galaxy force two, um, the, the grid, uh, it's mm. just been every a fallen angels, Godzilla, uh, Asteroids Deluxe. It's just constantly playing everything, and then it's like, oh, I got to go fix that. So, I think in your, in your, asking if you got stuck on your exterminator. Uh-uh. I, <laughs> what? I did. Uh, Chris, what's up, dude? You were hijacking the chat with exterminator? Come on. <laughs> what the hell? Nobody, nobody wants I to did. play that game. Nobody wants to play that game. No, Doc. Doc is saying he did I, I love Exterminator just because oh. I have. <laughs> Adam hates the game. It's a running joke here. And so it's like yeah. every week I, I actually filmed the game and put it on the arcade radio oh. channel just to harass Adam. Blank you. So Blank I, I saw you. that on there and was like, who is playing Exterminator? <laughs> I'm thinking I'm the only one that likes it. Oh, God, now but... there's two of you. Christ. <laughs> It's, it's an amazing cabinet. It's such a creative game. Yeah, it is. What, oh, yeah. It's like Exterminator. It's great. When the when the developer of the game says he doesn't like it, that's not a win. <laughs> oh, that, that is, is not a win. <laughs> hey, Billy Seven's got our back, too. Oh, Billy. I kind of well, hate you all of a sudden. So, you know, Doc, one of the funny things is that the Gottlieb handles from that game turned up, like, in... Actually, the full joystick turned up at a local store called Axeman. And yeah. then they, when Gottlieb shut down, they had like hundreds of these, evidently. And so I've had people locally like handing me, like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this joystick. It's here. You know, you can have this. So I have one or two extras sitting on the shelf now for when that goes down because Adam plays on it too rough. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Good to know that you've got spares. But it's it's a it's such a unique game. It's fun. I'm really hoping we move on from this topic. Uh. <laughs> I, I don't care what we talk about. Let's talk about Roadrunner. I don't care. <laughs> I was just playing that too. <laughs> so, uh, Doc, in your in your uh, struggles to to go through everything and and find all the problems and fix them, have you rediscovered any new any games that you love? And don't say Exterminator, Roadrunner. But like, <laughs> have you discovered any new uh, games that have been sitting around for a while, and you're like, oh, I, I forgot how fun this is. Yeah, tons, tons. It's I. I was playing um, Operation Gunbuster and uh, Dragon Gun this morning, and those were so huge when we put them out. And I spent spent years tracking down Dragon Gun, and. <laughs> making that whole cabinet i had uh one of my guys who uh his roommates are chinese and the only picture of this cabinet the only lead on the board was 
a picture that popped up on Instagram that mentioned back in 2001, there was somebody uh, in a mall in China, they had this game. <laughs> so it three in the morning, I have him calling malls in China, trying to find out where all the games are. <laughs> and I, I, we went to great lengths to try to find this board. And so much effort to recreate all the artwork from one picture of the game and get the guns for it. We managed to track down everything that we needed. We put it out on the floor and I, I played it a handful of times and then it was just on to the next thing. And it's games like that getting the time now uh, to really like I'm enjoying the arcade more than I probably have in the last eight years just by going and getting to play everything. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. It, I mean, it sucks, but it's awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. And I, I've had a, I've had a recent change in my 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 house, and so uh, my arcade is being re reconfigured, if you will. But I. I'll, I've also been playing the games that are, you know, I only have 20, but that's a lot for a dude to have in his house. Uh, for sure. You know, and and I've really been enjoying, like, I played Tempest like seven times in the last two days, yeah. and I never do that. And and Tempest is a really good game that, you know, it's, it's one of those where you're like, I got it because it's iconic. I got it because yeah. people love to play it. But when you really get down to it and play the game, it is actually a super fun game and it's worth having on, on its own merit. And there's no other way to play it but on the original machine. So you Absolutely. must be just having a blast with these other these machines. I, I honestly, I think uh, like I see how many how much people j just the casuals. there's the huge separation between the people that, have machines in their house and that are uh, really up on what's going on in the arcade community. And then the massive amount of casual players that love arcades mm -hmm. and those people get such enjoyment. And I watch like super collectors come in that just kind of, they're standing right next to this, a Holy grail game. And they don't, they're, they're just kind of complacent. Um, same thing with a lot of our regulars. Like we'll see the regulars come in, and it's just kind of the familiarity with it. I kind of uh, they just become complacent to it. And back before I had the arcade, I had arcade machines that I had just stuff piled on, and I didn't play them. But once in a while, somebody would come over, and it's like, yeah, I'll click this on and enjoy it. But watching the casuals enjoy them has made me have just such a greater appreciation. And especially now it's like, I want to play them all. Uh, one of my guys did a marathon stream. Maybe this had to be like four years ago. He played every single game in the arcade. And this was in, it lasted, I think it's either 38 hours or something like that. Just playing one credit on every machine. Mm. And that was back when we had, 400 machines and a bunch were down now we're four games away from having a hundred percent of 764 machines running and i like i'm really pondering i want to play more and maybe i'll run the gauntlet 
and just start playing everything, no sleep, just nonstop <laughs> through 764 machines and see how long that takes. What is the most egregious uh, egregious uh, issue you found with the game? Like you're like, I can't believe I've let this sit on the floor in this state for so long. What, what's the worst thing you found so far? Um, the thing that's there's been a handful that have just bothered me for a while. The break on Super Hang On got ripped off forever ago. Oh, oh. and it's uh, it was one of those. Eh, it's playable, but <laughs> and finally took care of it this morning. Um, oh. I had to have the whole thing rewelded. Uh, so it's oh. it's. One by one, uh, by the time it's over, there'll be, uh, like, I remember every single machine and, like, oh, that needs to be fixed and that could be better and that bezel needs to be adjusted and that marquee is not sitting properly and the sure. T-molding's popping off on that cabinet. <laughs> and it's so nice to have that list going down so quick and to have it all on paper. I, I try to do lists all the time, but... Now it's been so instrumental because it's finally time to knock all every minor thing. Uh, like we're uh, good with making sure sticks and buttons are all working 100. percent But so, so if you keep track of all this and you keep a list, can you write it off at the end of the year as a business expense? Uh, everything's a business expense. Right. It's, yeah, that's good. it's like that place. All the money that it makes. Like we see eighty thousand people through the doors. So it it does well mm -hmm. but it there's so much wear and tear on that place that it's the amount of repairs to make it as good as it is has just been the the repair costs are astronomical yeah um when you get to stuff where um we're having sticks like molded and recast just so that we can fix a game that has a one-of-a-kind stick and nothing else will do because that's what is expected and that's what we we don't want to be giving less than the best. So that's what we a long, shoot for. A long time ago, I had designs on making um, – sidetrack here. The, the Tron Cocktail and the Firefox Cabaret and some of the other ballet games that had a trigger joystick used this small red Pac-Man-like joystick that had a trigger on the front. And it's a pain. You can't find it anywhere. So you can reproduce something like that? Yeah. Like we we reproduced the stick from Blaster. Okay. And it was it was we have a, a wooden blaster <laughs> that we picked up and we put it on the floor. We had uh Eugene Jarvis out, we had uh Larry DeMar out, and about it was an amazing Fun time having them come out and see it. Yeah, uh, George George Petro came out, and that stick was used on Inferno as well. Okay, and we we started working on Inferno, and it's like, well, nobody has this. Like, what are we gonna do? So we gave it to our guy Ken Coy, and it's it's optical. So we three D printed the sliders that are on the bottom of it. <laughs> uh, Cobbled it all together using uh, the Arch Rivals optical sticks. And it was so important to make it every button 
had to be the right red. The spring steel for the triggers had to be the exact right spring steel. It had to have the right tension. And we had Eugene Jarvis playing it, and and he didn't even know it was a, a repro. <laughs> and it's like, that's exactly what we want. Oh, that's and awesome. As, as critical as Eugene Jarvis should be, the collectors out there are <laughs> a thousand times worse. Like, where... If it's not perfect, we're going to hear about it. Right. And so the, just to not hear about it, you have to do it right. So, but we love getting projects where it's going to be so difficult. Um, just cause the guys here have done so many things. We've done it for 10 years. And unless it's like, this is a challenging project, uh, like just a stick that I can hand off to my guy, just go make this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just gets done. Well, nice. I, so at one time I thought it'd be really cool to make translucent blue uh, cabaret cocktail joysticks for the the, the, the Bally Tron. Uh, that would be so sweet if somebody did that. Yeah. Except for I don't we have can, it anymore. We so can do it. That'd be, that'd be super nice. cool. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Sanders in the chat is looking for a blaster uh, stick. Mm. Is that a We've tough got- one to repro? The blaster stick, we've we've got a few of the shells um, because we did such a small run. And this is the big problem. Like, how many blasters are out there? How many infernos are out there? Not a lot. No. So yeah. we can make them, but it's how much uh, they're just expensive. Right, right. And for me, I love helping out people uh, restore their games. And I, I remember... Not too long ago, somebody was uh, like, we just give stuff away. And it it drives my guys crazy. They're like, what did, what did you just give away? That's like, ah, it's a, an Operation Wolf gun. Like, eh. Oh. And they're like, why aren't you selling that? And it's like, well, he needed it. Yeah. And, but this stuff is, it's pricey. So it's, it's hard to, uh, sure. for me, we've got them. Um, I don't even like saying how much they cost because it's like we paid for them to have them made. And then it was like that expense is fine just because 80,000 people a year are going to use it. Yeah. Yeah. So, What do you got there, Mark? This is my Adamus wave that I bought from Doc's first uh, uh, um, auction that he held. And it comes with a gun, and I forget the game that's in here. Do you do you recall which one it is? Uh, is it Sports Shooting USA? I think, I think it's I think it's a something else. But um, thank you. I cannot oh, Ranger, wait. Ranger mission. Ranger, Ranger mission. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I'm I'm very happy to have this. I covet this. I'm like ah, you know. <laughs> so that was very awesome. I love your auctions. Those are super fun. How how are you still doing those? Uh, we haven't lately. Um, the big problem. Like, we've got so many boards. We've got 500 boards sitting around. Yeah. And it's it's tough. Like, we've got the price on them, again. It's, uh, we don't want to lose money on stuff. But, right. like, we've got a Nemesis board sitting there that it's like, oh, we I don't want it. It's got to go out. It's better off in somebody else's hands where it's going to get played. But I don't want to get $200 for it. Right. Uh, right. And I don't take the time to just post. Uh, we just started a group on Facebook where we're supposed to be posting stuff for sale. And we've just got so much stuff. And 
duplicate cabinets. Like we've had this beautiful food fight cabinet sitting here forever. Oh. And all original except for the marquee, which we've got a reproduction or on glass. Monitor's beautiful, but it's just sitting here. And it, it kills me. I want people to be using it and playing it. And I want the space and we can take that cash and put that towards the next expansion at the arcade. But Right, yeah. So. I just saw uh, Jasnick was selling Star Trek board sets working for five fifty. dollars oh. That's a lot. Were those, those working board sets, or was he selling? Because he was selling a bunch of stuff. No, they were extras. working. It was working, and tested, burned well, in. I've got four hey. four sets of Star Trek boards. I should sell them. I, there you go. I have another question. What uh, video online do you find pe- draws people mostly to your arcade? Because I know there's a bunch of sites and all that stuff. Um. Angry Video Game Nerd was huge coming out. Um, Maximilian was huge. Uh, yes. A lot of people reference uh, John's Arcade. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's so many. Like our Primal Rage 2 video has grabbed a lot of people. Uh, the Combat Cons and Shang Tsung Fight Nights videos are, are big draws too. So Interesting. I have a, I have a couple of friends that subscribe to your Monday Night Reveal. Oh yeah, I do too on Facebook. I love it. Like it's fun. <laughs> I love I love the repeats too because it's like I missed it. I don't even have to think about it. I just see the repeat. Like keep doing that. That is a great idea. It was cool. interesting when we got our Twitch affiliation. We used to dual stream on Facebook and Twitch, but now we we can't. So we do the rebroadcast on uh, on Tuesday on Facebook, um, uh, and we're gearing up to add a lot more. Uh, production value to it. Uh, we've got a new intro and everything with Tim Kitzrow from NBA Jam, and oh wow! Uh, so it's, <laughs> it's that'll be fun. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Where where can we so tune into that? Uh, the live broadcast is uh, you can just look up Galloping Ghost Arcade on uh, Twitch, uh, Twitch.tv/GalloppingGhostArcade, um, or. We do the rebroadcast on Facebook on our arcade page. <laughs> usually, one of the. Uh, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, usually, I'm either I'm in the stream chat or the or Pete is Pete Han is in uh, the stream chat for the rebroadcast. So, <laughs> I cha- still talk to everybody. Our <laughs> chatter, Christopher Graham, says he asks it every week on Twitch. But when are you getting a gal's panic on the floor? <laughs> that, that's the thing. You never know what is going to go on the floor. We don't. Tell, there's days where uh, the guys here don't know what it is, and uh, that's kind of the fun. It used to be so different when we were putting up 20 games at a time, um, but that was so overwhelming to a lot of the players. Like they would yeah. miss. They would just like, oh, you've put up. Even same thing when we do an expansion. Uh, like we put up Starblade and Golly Ghost and all these like top tier games, and most of the regulars don't get to them because they're so focused on going after other scores, and they just kind of don't ever find them, which is right. crazy. One the of problem the, that happens when you, there's so many games. One of the chatter, Sean Richter was saying, "What about Doc Max game Dark Presence?" Dark Presence. So we were, our production guys have been working on Dark Presence forever, um, and it was supposed to go 
on the floor on April 4th, which was just so hard for our guys because everything is, yeah, can't have people in. So, um, we're so close. We showed it at C2E2. Um, we got a great response from it's it was a definitely a more casual crowd uh, because we when everything was closing down, we had um, the LCQ uh, last chance qualifier that tournament, that giant Mortal Kombat tournament was canceled. So everybody traveled in and they all ended up here and we had this huge tournament just an impromptu tournament that we set up in like two days and turnout was amazing, but we had a lot of the pros come play it and they, they were totally digging it. And then uh, that's cool. A little bit before that we had uh Nivik, who's a huge MK 11 player out in Greece. He was in town mm-hmm. and he, he was on it for four hours. So, ah, uh. We just cannot wait to get it on the arcade floor for everybody. It's oh, been such cool. a it it started ten years before the arcade started. And <laughs> yeah. This is this is the one that you're a character in. Yes. Yes. <laughs> nice. What's it? What's and, the name of your character? I actually play a few. Um, I play Trenton Wilson and Vale. So nice. The two there... twins and a masked character. So. We we have some people in the chat bragging about how many times they've been in person for a game reveal. Aaron Wills, Aaron uh, Sanders, Aaron Wills, Aaron Sanders says he's been there for at least three of them. So that is awesome. And another question from Chris Peabody, uh, which I think we asked last time, but what are the what are the top games? Uh, if, uh, you know, I don't know how you measure this because everything's on free play. But what do you see getting played the most at your arcade? Um, it's been like the grid is always packed. Um, there's some key spots that really show like we moved NBA, NBA jam is always getting played, but mm-hmm. we moved it up in front and that front spot, whatever we put there is getting played. Sure. Um, anything like the previous last Monday mystery. Yeah. That's Slammed. always a given. Um, specter files has been, uh, which is a game that we produced with, Brian Colin, who did Rampage, has been getting... We weren't sure who was going to play it because it's um, it's not like anything else. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure. Hmm. And it's it's literally... I, I don't even like to talk about how much play it gets because it, it sounds like we're talking it up. Sure. But it, it really stands out as something that... There's a crowd around it, like, constantly on the weekend. Are there any YouTube cool. videos of that that we could go watch? Oh, absolutely. Awesome. It's, it's a, a, like a, it was supposed to be a Laserdisc game that Brian started back in 1984, and it got canceled because uh, NFL football came out, and they, they had that on a CED disc, and you'd bump the cabinet, the needle would jump, it would spike the disc, and you'd have a giant brick. Oh. And super expensive game. So because of that, they canceled Brian's project right after he finished filming. And he was trying to work with our production company on another game. I was at uh, having breakfast with Brian Colin and Jeff Lee, who the artist and the guy who created Qbert. Mm-hmm. And he started telling me about this game, Spectre Files, 
And I was like, we'll do your other game, but we have to include doing Spectre Files because if at the time he didn't know if he even had all the uh, the the film because it was shot on 16 millimeter. Oh man! <laughs> so we took it all back. We reproduced the um, the cabinet that uh, NFL football was in, and we did a, a limited run. Uh, and we've got them out at other arcades right now, level 419 in Ohio and Game Galaxy and uh, uh, Galactic Arcade, which used to be uh, Game Grid out in Utah. So it's great to have them all out and about and getting played. Um, but, yeah, that that is one that it's surprising how much play it gets. <laughs> Sean Richter in the chat says... <laughs> That he's totally hooked on Monday Night Mystery Arcade, and he's hoping you start a monthly mystery pinball. Ooh. <laughs> so we do Friday mysteries. Uh, we do a Friday mystery game if we're putting out a pinball machine, but uh, it, Man. They're, so, they're so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> do it uh, once a month, maybe, or something. Yeah. Even at that, the, yeah. the, the price is on them. It's funny, the first... Uh, it's ten times what you might pay for a video game. Yeah. You We've know. spent more at pinball getting 40 machines than we have getting 764 machines. <laughs> Seven. Oh, my God. So last time we talked to you, you had a, a 650. So you've added 100 and some odd games to your collection. Two weeks? Two years ago. That's 100 uh, weeks. Wow. That is crazy. <laughs> that is amazing. It, it adds like, up. Yeah, where are you going to put there, games? Do you, you have like really... a list of... I'm sorry to interrupt you, but do you have a list of games that you're looking to add that you're actively seeking out? The list is it, the list is so short right now. I used to compulsively search for games. It was yes. like it took up such a huge amount of time, and it got to the point I would I would tell the guys that like Jeremy Fox and Uday Kumara, the, these guys that have other arcades, Jerry Colonna. Um, I spend hours and hours and hours every day looking and there's nothing for me to buy. And I, I literally, I, I walked away from even trying because we, we've got 200 games, 203 games in the vault right now. Oof. The games that we want, there's 17 games on my list uh, of games that I'm looking for, but they're <laughs> just, they're unobtainable, like time. Gal. I, oh, unobtainable. Oh, time gal. Okay. Yeah. Like even if we had, briefcase full of money sitting here i can't just go out and give it to whoever to give me a time gal there's yeah. just none of them out there uh, an r360 or uh, mm. revenge of the ninja or uh, last survivor like any of these just like shoot there's well i know 763 on the floor there's 203 in the vaults right and Is then there's the 17 like impossibles right. isn't there a woman nice. on facebook yeah. that started kind of an r360 group I mean, there's an R360 fan group. There is. That, that thing I'm only played like over. three games, right? Yeah. 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 And it's, one of them was an Afterburner, uh, you know. I mean, it was a Sega game, so. Uh, and I I love Sega stuff. I used to collect, before I collected arcade stuff, I collected Genesis. I had yeah. every commercially released Sega Genesis game. I had 700 games back when they were coming out. They were exciting games. Uh, amazing amazing stuff but r360 is one that would be one if i found it it's, the person's gonna ask for a hundred thousand dollars for it 
And then you're gonna and then you're gonna have to have a waiver that people sign when they play it. Well, yeah, that that's one. <laughs> if we ever got one, we deal with that problem. <laughs> like, I mean, we'll we'll figure it out. But can't somebody get there? Can't somebody yeah. just make you like the custodian of the game? Like for five years, you're the custodian, and then so even with that, we've had people offer to lend us games, and I worry so much about getting something rare and Having if it's somebody's else else's yeah. property right i don't feel comfortable with it like, by the way uh, listeners if you if you're not if you're not aware what an r360 is look it up it's amazing it's basically like afterburner uh environment cabinet except for it's able to do a 360 degree loop forward and sideways it's crazy yeah. and and i i think there might have been a waiver you had to sign to play that thing it has, it has like a, a standy attendance station that comes with it, yeah. with a monitor. Yeah, it was like a ride. It was like a it's, carnival it's, ride. We got <laughs> Galaxy Force Two, and when I got that, it was uh, I've heard there were hundred they were one hundred twenty four thousand dollars when they came out, <laughs> and we picked it up. We got one for five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh my god. Whoa! And it took forever to get it to work. So that's the thing and with that's a big game with the chrome bars that go all around. Yeah, it's yeah. it's oh, like yeah. that's near the entrance, right? Yeah, and you like yeah. step into it. It's like a spaceship. Uh, my buddy Joe Lease, who was on the first season of this show, an operator, had one in his barn, and he offered it to me, probably for what you paid. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with that thing because it's way too big. So he sold it to some guy for way more money overseas. Ah. And I'm glad because he deserves the money. But it's just like that is a ultra rare game. We So we literally we got it working. We put it out at uh, our Sega tournament that we do. Uh, we put out 10 new Sega games and Galaxy Force 2 was one. Mm-hmm. And literally the first day... Um, they're playing it and uh, everybody's going to town on it. <laughs> oh no. Something underneath it, a wire snapped, arc welded to the side of the machine and just was shooting sparks everywhere. Oh man. <laughs> blew out all the motors, blew everything out. And we're like, okay, well, we're going to have to rebuild everything. It took probably a year and a half to get it to where it should have ran. Yeah. And. Then we just found another, pretty much fully working one for five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that oh, is that is insane. <laughs> All right, no, so I have a I have a couple more this. questions to wrap up with. Mark, did you have something you wanted to ask? Uh, I think I'm good right now. Well, so when you went through all of the machines and did all the testing, and I know this is sort of self-serving because I just got a Holiseum. <laughs> which of the four dudes do you pick when you play Holiseum, or do you care? Do you just the first one? Do you does it matter to you? Uh, I normally pick the Wushu guy. The Wushu guy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he seems a little tougher to me. Now, was Holiseum a conversion kit, or was that a dedicated? So, it was the same cabinet as Time Traveler. Yep. And why that game seems so rushed is because um, time tra- all the laser disc players started failing. Sure. So, everybody was calling Sega, like, what are you selling us? Uh, we have this cabinet that is useless now. We can't convert it to anything. And it's a giant so, cabinet. Yeah, it's huge. It's, Parabolic mirror underneath it. And yeah. It's it's like, what are, you, what are you supposed to do with it? So because fighting games 
were just kicking up in popularity, they were like, here, here's a JAMA-based fighting game. Tear all the time traveler stuff out, and you can... Convert it. Like, convert it to Holiseum. Cool. So... So you could you could go back to Time Traveler if you had some weird sickness that you wanted to do. I could, but I like I mean, come on, it's a Holosseum. That yeah. seems like even rarer than Time Traveler to me, but Yeah. Now I just need a Time Traveler. And I just love the fact that it has a Sony Trinitron monitor, it comes with a remote. That is so weird. Yeah, yeah mine had the remote and the adapter for the coax. I was <laughs> like, is this is weird. Like, why is all <laughs> yes. this stuff back here? Yeah, and like it should have come with instructions on how to watch TV inside from inside the cabinet. So big, you could have used it as a, like a little theater. All right, so I have a couple more questions to wrap up with. I really want to thank you for being on the show. Um, but okay, so we already asked. You know, obviously you're you're keeping busy during the pandemic. What do you most? I mean, obviously you're looking forward to the place opening and the and the traffic. Um, but if can you pinpoint something that you're really looking forward to once this is all done? Uh, definitely our it's our 10 year anniversary in August, and we have this huge bash. It's an entire week of things going on. Uh, we've got our August 7th, 8th, and 9th. We've got our T20 tournament. Um, that Monday, I'm I'm been, we've been mentioning it on the Monday Mystery Show for a while. That Monday is going to be the most mind-blowing Monday mystery game we've ever done. <laughs> and I like without question. <laughs> we need um, to tune we, in, chatters. Everybody tune in. That is if you it's the one, do not miss it. If you can be at the arcade, be at the arcade. I might have um, to I might have to get a ticket on the train, come down to Chicago. We've been talking about doing an arcade radio train trip. I would I would come up there. Yeah. I would break quarantine. I'll be so good. But hey, it's, it's, yeah uh, so like that month then we're doing the anniversary on that uh thursday the 13th uh and then saturday we're doing an event where uh, august 15th where we're having uh, a bunch we're packing the place out with uh industry legends the legends of the industry will be there the uh legends of mortal Kombat will be there um we're gonna have a uh, bunch of internet or youtube celebrities in and we're going to be trying to do uh the most people playing arcade games at one time oh so nice. very cool That'll followed be by some high score runs we'll see how the grid handles stuff. it yeah, right <laughs> hey do you have like a cool black mask that you're ready to wear like in case you need to go somewhere where mask is required uh we ha- wait what do you got does it match his gloves that's what i want to know we were gloves. we were 3D printing these uh, again. We were uh, 3D printing uh, <laughs> mask visors uh, all throughout. As soon as we heard the hospitals were on shortage, that we just started cranking them out on the 3D printer. So nice. Uh, nice. See, that would be awesome. I would buy a Galloping Ghost black type of you know Mortal Kombat inspired mask. <laughs> we were we were just talking about putting the logo on one recently. That would be amazing. <laughs> 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 it looks, a, li- it looks a little like Bane's mask. Set, so. <laughs> okay, I'll check it out. <laughs> okay, well, Doc, everybody knows where to go on Twitch. Thanks for that. Uh, find him on Facebook. Uh, look for the Monday Night Mystery Game. And I just want to say thank you for coming on the show and, and telling oh, us that things are not so shitty if you work on your arcade while this stuff's going on because it's it is it is really terrible to have to be isolated. 
Uh, it's fun to talk to somebody who's making good use of the time. And uh, I wish you the best of luck in the next Thank couple so of months. Much. And a and a super strong startup. Uh, you should have a grand reopening of, of Galloping Ghosts. I think it would be fantastic. So, um, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up for tonight. That means we got to read some stuff. I'm ready. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And this has been the double R's. That's Arcade Radio. And I lost my sheet again. Uh, we're going to see you next <laughs> oh. week. So I got hang it. in there. I got it. Oh. Wait. Like us on Facebook at .com at Arcade Radio or check us out on the semi-regularly updated blog at ArcadeRadio.com. That's R-C-A-D-E-R-A-D-I-O.com. Call and leave comments, especially if you are a prison warden, at the game line, (laughs) 612-548-GAME. That's 4263. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and click on the notification bell so you'll know when we're streaming live. It's right there. Yeah, you can just... You could just subscribe. Buh, 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 buh. So, oh, I get- <laughs> Adam realized he started to read my line. <laughs> you can also subscribe to our podcast on Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play Music, and wherever podcasts are streamed. That's going to be it for the show. Doc, hang around for a couple of seconds and we'll finish up. From the Arcade Radio team, we hope you had a great time and we'll see you on the next episode, which happens to be next week. Oh my gosh are we gonna have another like a like a bar thing again are we gonna do that i don't know you know i've got a couple of ideas and i did reach out to a couple people okay so we'll see okay yeah maybe an ice cream parlor who knows oh i have to buy ice cream to join your zoom <laughs> i see i see how it is <laughs> oh this is the time when we take this off is where our we pants. dance